0: It's been a minute since we recorded. The baseball season ended yesterday. We're in the second half of the NFL season. Currently, Tennessee Titans 14 over the Kansas City Chiefs nine, second quarter. NBA in full swing. Kyrie drama, drama, drama. Hold up, talk about the first. Quick dating back to last week. Jets Patriots. Me and James were in the building. And of course we all know the Patriots won. And there was that big rough in the passer. And maybe if that doesn't happen. Maybe the Jets win. And maybe they have seven wins right now. Maybe. We don't know. But what we do know is the Patriots won. But. If you sit. In the, in the hundred section. By the middle of the. By by the end zone. On the left hand side. And you're at about roll 15. Let's just say. And you see a bald guy. With a salt and pepper beard. And you're a visiting fan. You cannot have a good time. You cannot celebrate your team. You cannot cheer. You cannot be happy. You just got to sit there and take it. Now, God forbid, if the Jets are playing well at all, then, then then he gets to be super, super happy. But, if the Jets manage to go under, you can't be happy. And he'll say, are you happy about that call? Are you really happy about that call? And, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Was I a little extra douchey towards the end? 1000%. And like James always says, I do it again. I do it a fucking again in a heartbeat. I I'd loudly on purposely say, look at these fake fans leaving, look at these crybaby bitch ass fans leaving. I purposely say, Yeah, that's a pity touchdown when we know the game's in reach. I'll say it again. And that's how soft he is. He got mad and then. He makes it like he's trying to hit me when we all know he's not going to hit me. But he's like, I'm not going to hit you. I'm not going to hit you. <laughs> we all know this. And some may call this pussy. But if you hit me for no reason, right? Me cheering on my team is not reasonable enough for you to hit me. It's not reason for anybody to hit anyone, right? Even if, even if I called his mother a pussy, even if I said, you look like an idiot, that shouldn't be feeling enough for you to hit someone. Now, if I, if I push you or I get into your face, that's reason to hit someone. If I did that, I wouldn't complain if he hit me. But, the way everything went down, if he would have hit me, there's at least a hundred people in that, in that spot. I I get a check. He goes to jail. So, and again, some, may, some people say that's pussy. Some people say, oh, you're instigating. He wanted to hit you. Again, me saying the Jets suck and me mocking their fans for leaving and me cheering on my team, none of those, and, and I just want to make this perfectly clear in case no one can understand, none of those are reasons for you to get in your feelings. None of those are reasons for you to get upset. And none of those are reasons for you to hit someone. And also, he left with about two minutes left of the game. Thank God he did. Because he would not have been happy with my celebration. It, it, it wasn't two minutes. It was, it was probably like a minute 16, a minute 17 around there. But it, was I, a minute, it
1: was about a minute and 10 after the Patriots recovered yeah. the, uh, the onside kick.
0: I got, I got super extra excited. And like he was walking away as the Patriots were about to kneel. So he knew. And may, maybe his friends helped him out. Maybe they are like, hey, let, let's let's get you out of here. So th- those are good friends. That's what you do. And my boy James had my back. He was ready to tussle. and But I'm glad it didn't come to that. But it should never come to that. And, and I'm here to tell you right now, no one. And I mean no one should take sports this seriously. If you take sports this seriously, you need help.
1: It's actually pretty sad. And, you know, before I get into it, I just want to say, me and Nick have never seen the Jets win actually going to a game. So, if you want me and Nick... Can never go to a game.
0: Uh, You're gonna have to pay us. <laughs> I want the cashies. I want the nice big cashies. I don't know. See, me never going to a jet game means I can never see the Patriots live again at MetLife. So you'd have to give me at least fifty thousand dollars, and I'll think about it. But that, but, but that's the low bar though. That's all. It's not twenty, not ten, not fifteen, not five fifty thousand. And that's just for me to consider it. Whether I say yes or no, I give fifty just for consideration. That that's my line.
1: Like, you know, until 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 just officials, and I mean legitimate just officials, I'm not talking about jet season told ticket to holders. I mean Mr Woody and Chris Johnson come to Mr Nick and say, Hey yo
0: Nick, listen man not, um, that, so not, not even that deep. Anyone. Anyone is willing to put fifty thousand in a duffel bag and come with me. You can be a season ticket holder. You could be Woody Johnson. You could be a member of the Jets brass. You can be a whole collective of Jets fans. Jets fans can make a GoFundMe. Put fifty k to not let me in the stadium again. I'll I'll do it. You know what? You know what? Fifty k is enough if it's just fans. If it's regular, hard-working citizens, and you're not rich, I'll do it for the 50K. Because that's showing me something. That's that's a bunch of random-ass people who love their team so much that they're willing to keep me out of MetLife. So, <laughs> do it.
1: But, but back to this, though. like It's actually pretty sad. Because here I am, you know. Me and Nick going to a Jet Patriot game. Obviously, me being a fan of neither of these teams, I just wanted to go with my, buddy, with my buddy Nick to see a good game. And yeah, for the first half, it was pretty competitive. And in the second half, you know, Bill Belichick showed everyone why, you know, he's the Jets' daddy. He showed everyone. Big Mac Jones made big Big Mac plays. And Zach Wilson um did things that Stephler's mom should not have done. So at the end of the day, that guy needs to get over it. Because when you no matter what team you root for, you're gonna act a certain way. Because he would have came off fake had the Jets would have won that game and he would have been like, Oh yeah, let's go but because he didn't like the way that Nick was trash talking the Jets and I joined in too. It's not it's not all Nick. I joined in too. I I was joining making fun of the Jets and I do it again because I don't care, and of course he had to single out Nick because he was wearing you know, Patriot stuff, and I think it's just pretty sad because you're letting athletes who don't care about you, who don't pay your bills, who don't pay your rent, who basically, they don't mean nothing to you, and you're letting them affect your life by trying to pick a fight with someone just because they root for a team that you don't like. You have to get over yourself. There are more to life than in sports. And I just not go football. That goes for any sport. And this is me. And I'm the biggest Islander fan. Probably people would know. And I still wouldn't take that too seriously. It's just a game.
0: Also, it's a game. in case people don't know my personality. Because if you heard this podcast, you'll hear my personality. But James, how I acted last Sunday, was that out of the norm? Was that stuff I don't do?
1: You do this every single day on a daily basis. That's just who you are. That's just who you are as a person. That's normal. In fact, I'll take it a step further. If you didn't do that, that would be out of character.
0: Right. And, again, I don't cross the line. I don't make it personal. But he took it personally. So, he he must fuck Woody Johnson he must have a member of the jets in his family i don't know but he took that person he probably went home and curled up in a little ball and cried like a little bitch um but anyway that's enough for the baby back little bitch but bottom line is do not take sports that seriously let people have fun man this world is too serious let people have fun also Bill Belichick that day passed legendary coach George Hallis for sole possession of two. And with the Patriots win today, he gets even that much closer to possibly one of the greatest coach of all one one of the greatest coaches of all time. So, if the Patriots keep winning, probably as late as twenty twenty four. Which will put Bill Belichick coaching around seventy-two years old? Will the coach around seventy-two years old? I don't know. And today, more history passed. The guy, the best quarterback in the world, Tom Edward Patrick Brady, career over a hundred thousand passing yards. The closest to him, who's never going to throw a football again, is Drew Brees. And today, 69th, come from behind, win, 55-game winning drive. And the person that caught the touchdown and who had a couple of big plays in the last two series, my man, Auden, the guys on the pregame show during the game called him Baby Gronk. That might be going a little overboard. But this guy looked good, man. He got the size. He got the speed. And if this was any indication, this game could turn around the Bucks' season. If if we fast forward to seven weeks from now, and the Bucks have eight wins, nine wins, this game was the reason why. And same thing for the Patriots. If we fast forward, let, let, let let's even say five weeks from now, and they have six, seven wins, these last two games, and all that Mac Zappy drama. That's
1: the reason why. I mean, that was a huge win for the Bucks. The Bucks needed that. The Rams are toast. The Rams are done. Um, they they had the game. They had the game one. Cooper Cup stupidly should have just kept running forward instead of sliding. I know why he did it, but if he would, because you have to remember, they stop your start your progress with the slide once you initiate it. If he would have went forward and picked up the first down and then slide, game over. Rams win but this is what makes the Rams not good and what makes Tom Brady extra good because clock awareness. Scotty Miller with some clutch plays. Scotty Miller with a couple of clutch plays. Homie got big chump yards in less than seconds. That is clutch. got to give Scotty Miller some love too. Um, Brady Brady didn't have a particularly great game. But uh, he was clutch when it mattered. And that's why make that's why Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Because he doesn't have to be perfect. But when you need him to be great, he displays why he's great. Four and five, tied for first with the Falcons. But obviously they're in first place due to head-to-head. So this could ultimately turn around the Bucs season. Um, the Patriots, what a nice win for them. They're sitting at five and four. I believe they're going into their bye week. They have they have a, a matchup against the Jets at Foxborough. Um, Jets with a win against the Bills. So now everything sets up very interesting in the AFC East because yes, Buffalo is still the best team. Jets with a big win. Patriots are coming up the corner. Dolphins with a big win. The AFC is pretty competitive. Pretty pretty competitive. So. It makes this football season very intriguing. As the Patriots make the playoffs, with Matt Jones a little bit inconsistent and the Zappy story, that has to be the best coaching job Bill Belichick has ever done. To take a team with, with unsure at quarterback and take them to the postseason, that would be a very, very impressive coaching job. So this second this half of the season is very, very interesting to watch in football.
0: Facts. Talk about everyone's crazy motherfucker, Kyrie.
1: Ah, Kyrie. Normally, this is a subject I hate talking about. Thank you, Kyrie, for making us talk about it. So earlier, I believe it was last week, Kyrie Irving sh- um, retweeted a video from Amazon called Hebrew, Hebrew, on Hebrew. Hebrews and Negroes, wake up, Black America! Basically, the tent um, the by,
0: by Alex Jones, um, who's the who's the same
1: guy who had that who had who called the Sandy Hook shooting a conspiracy theory, and still has to pay over close to a billion dollars to all the families affected. So let that be let let that know what type of guy Alex Jones is. So he retweeted it, basically agreeing where Alan Jones is viewing some anti-Semitic stuff that is untrue. And Nick Fidel asked him to clarify and stuff. He doubled down. He's he's trying, he should double down, basically saying, that, oh, I I didn't promote it. I didn't promote it. This is what makes Kyrie an idiot. If you tweet something, if you retweet something, you're promoting it. When I retweet the podcast, I'm promoting it. If I'm retweeting anything I see from an anime or video game club, I'm promoting it. When you retweet anything, you're promoting, which means you are agreeing about anti-Semitic stuff. And then he had a chance to apologize. He gave a weak apology saying, you know, oh, you know, didn't even apologize until after the fact. And now he's suspended for at least, at the bare minimum, five games. And he has to donate to anti Semitic causes. He has to meet with President Joe Psy about talking about all this, about like anti, that he's he's clear of anti Semitic stuff. Um, He also has to donate 5,000 anti hate causes. He has to do sensitivity trading, anti Semitic trading, meet with the ADLs, which is the anti discriminatory league. He has to meet with Jewish leaders. And he has to show Joe Psy. That he has to demonstrate an understanding of what he said is wrong. He has to complete those six, these six things in order for him to return the team. And it's just sad because Kyrie likes to think that he's better than everyone. He calls the media peons. He wants to let everyone know that I'm smarter than you. I'm too smart than you. You have to listen to my intellect. And Kyrie's is coming off as an idiot. The same guy that believed that um, the earth is flat. The same guy that refused to take the COVID vaccine and able to forfeit millions of dollars. So, Harry Irvin comes off
0: as an idiot, as insensitive, and stupid. And he no, was also no. bragging. He was also bragging. He was like, I, I forget the name, but he was like, I know this, this, and this, such a dictionary. Like, trying to say him knowing that dictionary makes him the smartest person in the world. Like, get over yourself.
1: He's a guy that has such a massive, massive ego that he's full of himself. He's full of himself. He thinks he's better than everyone. He thinks he knows things better than everyone. And this this is what happens when when someone thinks you're smarter than your own good. And, and there's a saying that
0: the most dangerous person in human being The most dangerous person in the world. Oh, it's the the Oxford Dictionary. He's like, because I study, I know the Oxford Dictionary. He
1: also said that he can't be anti-Semitic because he knows what
0: he came from. He's also a beacon of light. He's not afraid of these mics, these cameras. Any label you put on me, I'm able to dismiss it because I study, I know the Oxford Dictionary. But now, let's also be fair, right? There is some Joe drama as well. Tell the people about that.
1: Joe Well, Joe Psi, unfortunately, he has, he has unfortunately got himself into, into some big, 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 huge hypocrisy because he has funded the genocide of millions of Muslims going on in China, and he was the one that was supporting all the things that was going on in China, and he also he also did not condemn the Muslim genocide happening in China. So Joe has also find himself into some very 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 huge trouble with that. That's a big problem because he has not shown a condemn of way to condemn. What's happening, going on in that country? So yes, what Kyrie said is wrong, but Josiah also did it was wrong too. So why are people going to talk about that? I feel like everyone talks about Kyrie, which rightfully so. Why not Josiah? He's older. That's why. That's that's really bad. What's good for the goose should be boost for the gander because if you're because there's a huge genocide that's happening in China, which is very bad. And we we obviously, you know, have a problem with that. But no one's really talking about that, which is also a big problem because it goes to show there's a lot of problems going on in the world. And genocide is still happening in the world. That has to be talked about. So Joe Tsai has found himself into some huge, huge hot water.
0: Now, let's get a little lighty light. The Houston Astros have won the World Series. And I know me and James will be on opposite side of the fences because he just has to be that guy. But six years, six straight ALCS appearances, four World Series appearances, two championships. I'm here to tell you right now the this is a dynasty. This may not be the popular way to get into a dynasty. Most will say three championships in four years or three in five years. So it's not the normal dynasty. But this is a dynasty. And for all the people who are talking shit and how the Astros are celebrating, stop it. Because if the Yankees won, all y'all would be mentioning the Astros too. All y'all would be mentioning the Guardians. All y'all would be mentioning the Phillies. A lot of Yankee Twitter would be mentioning the Astros really, really hard. So Astros deserve and have every single right to talk shit. And don't say, no, we wouldn't mention the Astros. No, no, no. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Now, maybe not everybody, but the majority out of every 20 Yankee fans, at least 15 of them, will have mentioned the Astros. And some of you may say, isn't it a great day to be a fan of a World Series winning team? Blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. So listen. Fuel that. If you're you're a New York Yankee player, I hope you watch. Just just like Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber watched the celebration. Also, he knows what it feels like. He's been on that side. But I hope you watch that. And be mad. Now, fans can't do much, but be mad. Be ready to represent your team. And if this will make the Yankees go pay a bunch of money and try to win a championship, I don't know. And Aaron Judge is officially free agent. Rizzo's declined the option he's a free agent. So, so did a lot of other Yankees. Listen, Judge should be a priority. But you don't throw the checkbook at them. You don't just say 8, 9, 10 plus years, 340, 350, 360 plus million dollars. That has to be a line. A caller mentioned it on the K show, 8 for 340. I think that's reasonable. 7 or 8 years is reasonable. 290 to 340, that's reasonable. Now, if you want to go up in money but stay the same years, that's fine. But, but if you go past eight, you're getting in trouble. Then, for for at least the next six seasons, you have Garrett Cole, Stanton, and Aaron Judge. And then, if you go nine plus seasons, you're having Aaron Judge at 39 to 40 years old. And it's worth it for the next four or five seasons. And five might be pushing it because who knows how his big ass frame is going to handle at 35, 36 years old. He may not be able to play outfield anymore. Who knows? Now, if if he stays like this within the next six years, which is highly possible because he'll keep working out, he'll keep, right, then it's possible. But if he ages badly and if his body breaks down, because as he'll get older, it's going to be harder to maintain, especially with him being a bigger guy. That's what's going to suck. And whether they get him or don't get him, you got to do other things. It can't... The offseason cannot be... And this is my biggest fear about the Yankees. The offseason cannot be Judge, Rizzo, a couple utility guys, and and a relief pitch or two. That is not good enough. you got to get stars. Now, if you want to get Judge and Rizzo and two or three other stars, that's great. But that's what you need. So, I... I think they're going to go with one. And who knows. Maybe Rizzo don't want to come back. Maybe Rizzo will only come back if you get Judge, And you can't do more than three years with Rizzo. You shouldn't do more than. Maybe stretch it to 20. But I think 15 to 17 a year is pretty fair. He did have a really good season this year. But you do got to watch out for the back. He had a little problem. For for a couple of weeks this year. as And he's. 33 or 34 too. So, he's getting a little older. So, you gotta you gotta be careful. And you also gotta draft well. So, what do you think?
1: I do think that judge should be a priority. I'm not throwing everything at you. If the Giants offered 10 years, 390, judge, thank you for the memories. We keep it moving. Because... I'm not one of those Yankee fans that says, sign judge at all costs. I'm also being smart. Because you have to think, like you said, the big guy, he's in his 30s, he's in early 30s, he's in the prime of his career, who knows how long his body can hold up because that large frame is not meant to last long in baseball. If you sign him for eight years, 340, um, depending on how the contract is, i do it. If he gets the World Series within the first three four years, that makes the last back half worth it because you got the contract. Jesus Sabathia got to World Series with the Yankees, The back half he wasn't that good. But you know what? You got a championship out of it, so it's worth it. So you got to think about that. I would do bring Rizzo probably to a two year deal. Nothing nothing big. I'd have I'd have another player. I'd have another player option. In both of those years, you know, because I'm doing a year to year with um with the result because again that back that back scares me because he's always had chronic back problems so it could go out at any moment. Um, I find a way to get rid of Hicks to get rid of Donaldson if he can. They gotta go. They've got to go. Don't bring back Chapman. Chapman's gone. I think the Yankees should bring another starter. I'm not big on Frankie Montez, but we have Montez for another year. So
0: wonderful. Here's the thing Cash though: is- if you're if you're trading JD, are you willing to get at least ten to fifteen million dollars just to trade him?
1: Do it because what is he like? Yes, he plays good defense, but what good is that defense if he can't hit? He's not the MVP that he was back when he was with with, with Toronto. He's not that guy. You're going to, you know, if you get a deal or you can move one of your prospects and then eat some of the salary, that's what you got to do. You have, you you can't have him, you can't have him on your team if he's not hitting. So you're going to have to make some tough decisions. He's got to go. You got to move Hicks. Hicks has got to go, even if you cut him. You know, you know, it's only what 10 it's only like what 20 million 20 25 30 million they' the contract they've got to go I trade Glaber Torres because Dave Glaber Torres is so inconsistent I trade him. I bring up Volpe Because it, it, remember the Yankees passed up on all these shortstop and it's gonna be another big shortstop class with Dandre Swanson and Carl Correa and Xander the and guess what the Yankees not going to sign any of them. Because they're big on Volpe. So if you're big on Volpe, he better be worth it. Volpe better be worth it. So, you're going to have to make some trades there. You're going to have to add some pitching. going to have some relief pitching. Because F. Ross is out for the for 2020, um, for twenty twenty the rest of the next season. You're not going to have Shred Green. He's out for the rest of the 2023 season. So you have to add some bullpen help. You're not bringing back Britain and you're not bringing back Chapman. So, you need to add some bullpen help to swerp by that bullpen. So you have to decide, is LaWizica a closer? Is he your closer, or are you going to go back to Clay Holmes? So Yankees have to make some decisions. And if you are bringing back Boone, so you, you are, and now Cashman is coming back, is how going to allow him to spend the checkbook? Is how going to be allowing him to spend within his means? So there's a lot of factors that go into it. So Yankees have Yankees have a lot of work to do this offseason because I'm telling you, if the Yankees bring back the same team that lost to um to Houston again, you know, they, they, you're just going you're just doing the definition of insanity, you're doing the same thing over and over again. So the Yankees got some moves they got to make.
0: Also, is it a dynasty or not, and why? Uh,
1: It's not a dynasty. It's not consecutive in a row. Such a bitch. It's not consecutive. It's not a dynasty. No, I'm sorry. The Yankee, listen, the Yankee dynasty from from the late 90s, that's a dynasty. The Patriots dynasty, that's a dynasty. The Lakers dynasty from 20 to 2003, that's a dynasty. The Houston Astros,
0: I'm here to tell
1: you right now, that's not a dynasty. It's an impressive run. They have had a very good run. Two championships. Credits. I give them all the credit in the world. They are a great team. I'm not, I'm not going to be on the side of the They cheated. They're good. Get over yourselves.
0: What I if they repeat? They That's three in seven years.
1: Still not dying.
0: All right. All right. Well, first of all, you're wrong, because by what you were saying, that's the repeat, that's the back-to-back, three in seven years, with three in seven years, with seven ALCS appearances, and five World Series appearances, that would make it a dynasty, also. You
1: know why it's not a dynasty? Yankees won three in a row, Lakers won three in a
0: row. You don't, it does it's but it's still a like consecutive championship. The conventional dynasty is consecutive championship. So also throwing throwing it in would be five World Series appearances, would be seven ALCS consecutive.
1: That's incru- I'm not taken away from the run. That is a But that
0: makes it a dynasty run. though. If, if if they repeat not yet. if they repeat if, with the totality, if. but 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 you're saying no. But you'd be wrong. No, it's if not. they repeat next year, the totality of it, that ev- 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 everything goes into a dynasty. It's 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 it's, it's not just a three-peat it's, it's or four. It's a four-peat. very
1: impressive run. It's a very impressive run. Not a dynasty. It's a nice run. It's a it's a decade of a very very good run that they're on. I tip my cap to them. The fans deserve it. Not. A
0: dynasty. You don't just, just admit it. Just admit it. You don't know what a dynasty is. It's not a dynasty, I'm sorry.
1: It's
0: not a dynasty. <sighs> Alright, guys. Well I'm 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 gonna take James out to the porch right now and just beat the ever loving shit i him from lying to y'all. Um It's not
1: a dynasty. I'm sorry. Heck. You don't